My friends, welcome to the Cornerstone Podcast presented by Global Grace Ministries. My name is Francis Wessel and I am the host of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I feel honored and grateful that you take the time to listen to what God puts in my heart each week. We started this month sharing with you the series, The Traits of an Unforgettable Leader. So far, we have discussed that whether we like it or accept it, all of us in one way or another are leading people. We have been studying some of the traits of unforgettable leaders using King David from the Bible as an example. We have covered David's heart of the shepherd, vision, and humility in this series. Today we will discuss another trait of an unforgettable leader, trustworthiness. Every leader should be trustworthy. How can anybody follow someone that is not worthy of trust? I recently read a report from a magazine that asked people from all occupations what makes leaders trustworthy. They found out some specific qualities that let people know they can trust others. They found that most people trust a person who is honest, truthful, fair, ethical, discreet, and self-aware. That is a tall order. If we are truthful, most people cannot always be all that all the time. I went online trying to find a list of trustworthy leaders, and even though I found a long list of great leaders, they will not qualify as trustworthy if we expect them to fulfill the entire list I just mentioned. The only one who is always worthy of our trust is God, and His people, especially people in leadership, are called to be trustworthy in their dealings with others. Scripture warns us against pining one's hope on people and things that will prove untrustworthy. Zechariah 8, verse 16 and 17 tells us, These are the things that you shall do. Speak the truth to one another. Render in your gates judgments that are true and make for peace. Do not devise evil in your hearts against one another, and love no false oath. For all these things I hate, declares the Lord. I have a friend who reminds me that the only one faithful or trustworthy all the time is Christ. But there have been people in history, and there are people now, who do their best to be trustworthy or worthy of our trust. One of them was King David. As we mentioned in the past episode, David made mistakes, but despite of his mistakes, he did his best to be trustworthy. Go with me to 1 Samuel 20, and we will read uh, verses 10 to 17. It says, David asked, Who will tell me if your father answers you harshly? Come, Jonathan said, let's go out into the field. So they went out together. Then Jonathan said to David, I swear by the Lord, the God of Israel, that I will surely sound out my father by this time the day after tomorrow. If he is favorable disposed towards you, will I not send you word and let you know? But if my father intends to harm you, may the Lord deal with Jonathan, be it even so severely, if I do not let you know and send you away in peace. May the Lord be with you as he has been with my father. But show me unfailing kindness like the Lord's kindness as long as I live, so that I may not be killed. And do not ever cut off your kindness from my family, not even when the Lord has cut off every one of David's enemies, from the face of the earth. 
So Jonathan made a covenant with the house of David, saying, May the Lord call David's enemies to account. And Jonathan had David reaffirm his oath out of love for him, because he loved him as he loved himself. Here we see how David made a promise to his good friend Jonathan, the prince of Israel, long before he was crowned king of Israel. As you know, due to Saul's sin, Jonathan and the house of Saul were killed, and David became king after Saul's death. After David made that promise to Jonathan, Saul made David's life a living hell for many years. David had to live on the run and for a season even had to pretend to be an ally of Israel's enemies to survive Saul's madness. No one will have blamed David if after Jonathan's death he had forgotten about his promise, especially since there were no witness of that promise. But David was trustworthy. Go with me to 2 Samuel chapter 9 and we'll start reading on verse 3. It says, The king asked, Is there no one still alive from the house of Saul to whom I can show God's kindness? Ziba answered to the king, There is a son of Jonathan. He is lame in both feet. Where is he? The king asked. Ziba answered, He is at the house of Machir, son of Amiel, in Lodibar. So King David had him brought from Lodibar, from the house of Machir, son of Amiel. When Mephibosheth, son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, came to David, he bowed down to pay him honor. David said, Mephibosheth, at your service, he replied. Don't be afraid, David said to him, for I will surely show kindness for the sake of your father Jonathan. I will restore all the land that belonged to your grandfather Saul, and you will always eat at my table. Did you notice that David had to tell this young man not to be afraid? The poor thing was afraid because he knew all that David had suffered because of his grandfather. Most people would have made Saul's descendants pay for all the chaos he caused. But David was not most people. He was a man of his word. He made his friend a promise and would do all he could to fulfill that promise. Besides fulfilling that promise, David is a trustworthy leader because he honored Saul and his family all his life. As you know, he could have killed Saul twice, but David chose not to touch God's anointed. Besides that, when David heard that Saul and Jonathan had died, he did not reward the carrier of such news nor throw a party to celebrate their death. He mourned for them and allowed the people of Israel to mourn with him. This is an excellent example of trustworthiness. David was loyal, not to the madness of Saul, but to what Saul represented before his people and before God. I believe David was also a trustworthy leader because he acknowledged his sin and did not blame anyone else or make excuses for it every time God confronted him. Trustworthy people admit their mistakes and face the consequences of such mistakes. How will anyone trust us if we fall into sin and instead of admitting our guilt, we make excuses or blame others for it? My friends, we can only fix what we own. Unless we own our mistakes, we will never correct them. Last summer, two homes around my neighborhood were painted with horrible colors. I was glad those homes were not on my block and felt terrible for the poor people who had to see those ugly houses every day. Please excuse me if I'm being judgmental. If you see those homes, I am sure you will agree with me. 
even though all the neighbors around those homes hated how those homes looked, because they do not own them, there is nothing they could do to correct the mistakes their owners made. You can only correct your mistakes, not somebody else's. How will anyone trust our leadership if we blame someone else for our mistakes every time we make them? How are people going to trust you if you always break your promises? How will anyone follow you if you only show up to events half the time or are always late? People of God, we need to be people of our word. We need to be honorable. We need to be trustworthy. Can you imagine what this world will be like if we could trust our politicians? Sadly, we cannot. Do you know someone whose trust has been betrayed or has been let down by someone they respected? My friends, we are humans and we will let people down even by mistakes or for circumstances out of our control. But that cannot be what we do all the time. I was blessed with a father whose word is his bond. Whenever my father promised my siblings and I something, we knew we could take that to the bank. My father is a man of honor. Because of that blessing, it is easy for me to trust God. When children grow up surrounded by liars of people who are not trustworthy, they have problems trusting God. Many people have run far away from God because they were betrayed or abused by pastors or ministers. Many people are robbed, used, and even abused by the leadership they trust. We need to do all we can to fix that. We need to be trustworthy leaders. A young person recently asked me how to become a person people can trust. I wanted to say to her so much, but what I told her is to examine her heart, allowing the Holy Spirit to show her areas in which she can grow. Why don't we do the same today? Are you discreet? Can you guard people's confidentiality? If there's room for growth in this area of your life, start by not allowing people to share things with you. The less we know sometimes, the better. Have you been lying a lot lately? Ask the Holy Spirit to help you discover why and fix whatever makes you fall into that temptation. Are you someone who constantly breaks your promises? Please stop making promises and ask the Holy Spirit why you cannot fulfill those promises. You might discover that you make promises because you want people to see you as someone you are not. Are you honest or are you able to cheat or steal? Whatever it is that is stopping you from becoming trustworthy, please allow the Holy Spirit to heal, forgive, adjust, or correct that. The world needs trustworthy leaders. Please be one. If, on the other hand, you have been hurt or let down by someone in leadership, I recommend you listen to our emotional healing series available wherever you listen to podcasts. It is a tool I pray will help you. Thank you so much for the time you gave me today. For more information about our ministry or to partner with us financially, please visit our website, globalgraceministries.com. Be blessed.